Do you ever feel like sometimes your lyrics are just a little bit dull and lifeless? Do you wish your lyrics were more vivid and more striking? Do you sometimes listen to other songs and think to yourself, wow, that really like brought me in and was an experience of the senses almost. And yet with your own music, you just feel like, yeah, it's there. It describes events. It does stuff. Well, today we're going to talk about one simple way that we can write better, more evocative, more vivid lyrics. Hello, friend. Welcome to another episode of Songwriter Theory, the Songwriter Theory podcast specifically. Today we are talking about three different ways that object writing will help your songwriting. So we're going to be talking about object writing. That is the one simple way that we can write better more vivid lyrics. We're going to be talking about that today. Before we dive in, if you are interested in writing better lyrics overall and you haven't gotten it already, be sure to get my six-step lyric writing checklist. It will take you all the way from just beginning idea through the six steps that I use to go from idea all the way to a finished song that you can be proud of, specifically finished lyrics you can be proud of. Because I I think the big problem people go through is they just kind of try to write lyrics. It's one step, right? They write lyrics until it's fine. And they wonder, why don't, why aren't my lyrics very good? Well, because you made it one step. It was, it was a big leap to go from idea to full-fledged lyrics. There are steps in there that help make it a lot easier and help make your end product much better. Um, So go pick that up. It's at songwritertheory.com slash lyric checklist. I'll have the link in the description if you are on YouTube uh, it should be there for those of you on podcast as well, but it's at songwritertheory.com slash lyric checklist. Today, we are talking about lyrics, right? We're talking about the one simple way that we can write more vivid lyrics, and then the three reasons that this object writing will actually help your songwriting. So the first question is, okay, you, you mentioned object writing now. What is it? Well, it's something from... Uh, from Pat Pattinson, basically, which if you don't know who that is, basically has a couple books out there. Uh, some some of the the more famous songwriting books, some of the more read songwriter book songwriting books. I personally have read his Writing Better Lyrics book, which I highly recommend. It's it's a really 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 good read. There's a lot of good stuff in there, and in that he talks about object writing. I think he talks about it even more maybe in his Songwriting Without Boundaries book. But the basic idea behind it. I'll read exactly uh, what he has. Object writing is a timed, sense-bound writing, usually done first thing in the morning. You pick an object, a real object, like a paper clip, a coffee cup, a Corvette, and treat it as as a diving board to launch your inward, to launch you inward to the vaults of your seven senses. So basically what you're doing is you're picking an object, you're picking a thing, and you time yourself. And he has a website even that like you can put it, it comes with a 10 minute timer and it gives you a word and you're supposed to object, right? You're supposed to do this early in the morning. The reason for that is it kind of gets your creative juices flowing right away in the morning so that you can, you have all day to come up with songwriting ideas because you're already kind of in songwriter mode and creative mode. So that's kind of the idea behind it. It's kind of like if you work out first thing in the morning, right? It sort of gets you going really early. And uh, if you talk to a lot of people who work out first thing in the morning, those are often the people that are like, oh, yeah, I don't need coffee in the morning, right? Because they they worked out. They feel good. And then it's easier to eat healthy. It's just a great way to start the morning. So this is sort of like working out first thing in the morning, but for songwriting because you're working out your creativity. So that's sort of the the first thing in the morning part. Um, the other aspect of this, though, 
is the senses. So he mentions the seven senses, and you might think there's five senses. So what are the seven? So it is taste, touch, sight, sound, and smell, but it also is body and motion. So body is basically just like describing how your body feels. So like my heart aching would be an example of body or skin crawls, right? My skin crawled as I saw the zombie approach me or, you know, whatever. So that's what body is. And then motion is you relative to where you are or whatever, right? So I crawled out of the Corvette, right? Maybe you, you were driving so fast and you hit a tree and now I crawled out of the Corvette, right? Something like that. It's something with with movement. So it also can relate to how you feel in relation to the world around you, right? So, you know, I feel set free or something that would also be sort of under that motion category. So it's the five senses we all know. I don't feel the need to describe them. I think you know them. I I, I trust that you would at least know that. <laughs> so, because uh, I know that everybody who listens to this or watches this is highly intelligent. And it would be disrespectful for me to even explain what touch and smell and sight are. So, you know. So, basically the idea to this is, a, it's like creative warm-up is the way to think of it. And the reason these senses are important is normally when somebody describes something or describes a room, let's, so let's, let's take a room, for example. You might describe like, well, it has four walls and the walls are blue and, you know, I don't know, it's kind of nice, right? Like we, we tend to describe things in a very matter of fact way with facts, right? But we don't often say, well, the room makes me feel calm. I, I sense my breath start to deepen. I sense that my heart rate goes down. I feel calm. There's the smell of grandma's cookies, right? Like we, we don't say all that stuff when we describe a room. But when it comes to writing, what's more interesting and what's more evocative and vivid is actually that, you know, the, the, you know, the, the waft of, of the smell of cookies reached my nose or whatever, right? That's more interesting than like, it smelled nice. Cool. Good talk, right? Like that's not very interesting. And in our writing, we want that more vivid imagery. We want that more vivid, you know, just insert us into there, right? If, if you explain to us the, the, the wafting smell of grandma's cookies hitting the roof of your nose, blah, 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 that, that should give people a little bit like almost they can smell it too with you. I don't know why I'm picking smell. That's literally maybe my least favorite sense, which is a whole other conversation. But anyway, um, so the idea behind this is just, hey, let's warm up. Best way to warm up is to force ourselves into unnatural describing, right? Because we don't, our natural description of things is, is not this object writing thing. We're diving into the senses because that will really set up like how we should think through and how we should write when it comes to things like lyrics. It really gets our creative brain going. So, what are the three ways that object writing will help your songwriting if you're not convinced? Because we haven't really talked about why it helps. Talked a little bit, but number one, you'll be better at diving deep into your feelings and perceptions. Songwriting, and, and this is coming from somebody who by day is a software developer, okay? So that's, I went to like engineering school, right? 
science stuff. But sometimes when it comes to songwriting and a lot of creative things, not that it needs to be devoid of logic or devoid of, of, you know, patterns and math and all, like it doesn't need to be devoid of that necessarily. But at the end of the day, it's how you make somebody feel when it comes to art and music, right? Is it something that, like I've used the word evocative a couple times, right? Does it evoke an emotion, right? The, you kind of know something's a good painting when you look at it and you just stare at it. And like at the art museum, it's the one that you stop at, right? And you think, and it makes you think, makes you ponder and and wonder, you know, make, maybe ask you a question about life or, or you know, if, 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 the way you saw parenting is really true, right? Like, you know, I thought it was this way, but this painting shows a very interesting twist on it. Like, I think there was one thing I saw where uh, I think it had the parent that had like a bunch of chains on them and they were carrying the child or something. It was, it was something that like just gave an extra dimension to like the, the burden of, of parenting and what a parent does in order to sacrifice for the children or whatever. I don't remember it exactly, but that's the type of thing that makes you stop and think right? Emotions are the heart of music. The the depth to a song is what makes you remember it, right? And for the most part, the, the songs that will end up being timeless, the songs that will end up being relevant to people on a personal level, right? Like, you know, this just in, I don't think anybody deeply resonates with the song WAP, right? Some people might like it, myself not included, but you know, whatever. Some people like it, but I don't think there are too many people that were moved by it. Like, oh, what a what a what a deep song that I never really I never thought of things that way. It's so profound. Like said, no one ever, unless they don't have a brain, then maybe I don't know. But most humans have a brain, so like it didn't revolutionize your life, right? Even if you like it, but songs that are going to resonate with people need to go deeper into emotions and 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 thought. And a great way to do that is object writing. It warms you up for that. And it also sort of trains you to dive deeper faster so you can get into songwriting mode faster, right? If you can go from normal day-to-day mode to songwriter, thinking deeply, thinking about all the senses and how, and how you feel within the room and, and how your heart is beating and you're in touch with how your skin feels in the room, right? Like how skin might start to feel grimy as you enter a certain room because it's filled with, with smoke and whatever it is, right? That the quicker we can dive into that, the more it's going to help us because we don't have all the time in the world to songwrite, right? So if we can take five minutes to get into songwriter mode and and be writing very vivid lyrics in five minutes, instead of taking like an hour staring at a blank screen, why would we not want to do that, right? So that's sort of point number one. Number two, it can function as a great warm-up exercise. And I, I think something that people underestimate is everybody accepts, right? If, if you watch a, a football game or something, like there are people out there warming up, right? Like you, you, don't just, you don't just go out and play an NFL football game or any football game without warming up, right? I was on a ton of sports teams as, as a kid, not a flex, just I was in a lot of sports for whatever, whatever reason. Don't worry, I was terrible at baseball, quit that one first. Um, bored me to tears. I'm sorry if you like baseball, just bored me to tears. And basketball was a second to go because I'm a whopping five foot seven. And I had a coach that decided to not make me point guard and make me forward. And it's like, why, why would you make the short kid that's actually good at passing and dribbling and making good decisions and not a great shooter 
Why would you make that person a forward? Anyway, moral of the story is you always warm up for sports, right? That's just the thing you do. Even when practicing an instrument, right? People complain about doing scales, but still almost everybody does them, right? You warm up, you do your scales. So why would we not warm up when it comes to creativity and taking 10 minutes to do a warm up of object writing to really get your brain in a creative mode is really something that can help. So way number three, it can help build a foundation and discover words to utilize in your song. So this is maybe the most important point. This is probably the, the part that I use the most. I've done different things to sort of warm up my creative brain in the morning. This is just one of them. I think this is a highly effective one. I think there are others as well, though. Just in general, even like journaling in the morning can really help with this if you don't want to take, you know, get so dogmatic about object writing. But specifically, object writing can be really helpful when it comes to brainstorming for your song. So... The second stage in the songwriting, lyric writing process, in my opinion, is more or less sort of the brainstorm sheet slash song development. So this is before you've actually started to write lyrics. So if you if you picked up the lyric writing checklist, this is more or less step two, where you have your brainstorm sheet, you're developing the lyric, you know, you're maybe making your related word sheet, which I've talked about all these in, in videos recently. So if you're on YouTube, go check those out. Just look at recent videos or recent to whenever this is up. Um, Because I actually show you how to make these different sheets. But anyway, something I like to do in the brainstorm sheet, I like to get pictures from Google that sort of evoke the emotion and are very vivid pictures that make me think and and, and sort of are a context that I write the song to. Like like a picture is worth a thousand words. So I have several pictures that really evoke something within me that helps to keep the tone sort of the same. And it, it helps to tell a singular story over the course of a song because I'm always looking at the same pictures, whether I'm writing, working on the song today or still working on the song six months from now, those same pictures are going to be the context to which I'm writing to. And in the same way, I also like to then do some form of not always religiously object writing in the sense of the seven senses and all that. Not always, but um, it is very helpful to do object writing in that brainstorm sheet where you just write about what whatever the thing you're talking about, right? So... If you're talking about the moment that you found out your grandmother passed away or something and you remember where you were, do an object writing session about where you were. Because if you want a lyric that's going to be evocative, that has like a bunch of powerful words and senses and and and, and your true feelings that you felt at the time and how the room felt, did the room start to spin or whatever, like when you found out or, you know, whatever, whatever it is. The best way to access that without the pressure of like, oh, I'm writing a lyric and I, I, I got to make sure that that the the rhythms line up and I got to make sure that the syllables are in the right place and I got to make sure the emphases of the words are in the right place. You don't have to worry about that yet. Sit down, object write. That's it. Object write how you felt in paragraph form. You're not writing lyrics yet. You are just doing the preemptive work to start to develop lyrics. And the beauty of this is you often can pull evocative words from this because you just diving back into that moment and truly object writing about it is going to naturally produce some of these really evocative words because you're talking about the senses, how you feel, how things felt to the touch, how how things looked, how things smelled even, right? And you might not take that exact word that you've used to sort of describe the smell or whatever, but you're going to end up with a paragraph or several paragraphs 
of really vivid writing that you can then somewhat translate into songwriting or at least pull words from. Because we've talked about how it can be really helpful to have a word pool to use. That's what the related word sheet is, where you basically have a pool of words that are vivid, that that all are related to your song, right? So if your song takes place on a beach and you have all the words related to beach, right? Shore, seashell, pier, right? Those are all words that are kind of associated with the beach. Like the second somebody says the word pier or cove, even though they didn't say it was at the beach, you know it's at the beach, right? Boardwalk, right? That's another thing like, oh, beach, right? You can imagine the ocean already. Just because I said boardwalk, I didn't mention the ocean. I didn't mention the beach, but now you know, right? So stuff like that, words like that can often also come up when you're doing object writing. So that's my third reason why you should try it. So my challenge to you is this week, at least one day, do object writing. Take 10 minutes. Set a 10-minute timer and do some object writing. Choose whatever you want to object write about. If you don't know what to object write about, literally pick something in the room that you're currently in and say, that's what I'm going to object write about. Like, I'm looking at a camera right now. Boom, camera, done. Where are you? Are you on the road? Pick one of the cars you see on the road. Pick a sign that you see on the road, right? If Are you working out at the gym right now? Maybe you are. <laughs> That's a common time to list a podcast, right? So if you're working at the gym, object right about that weight sitting over there or, or you know, the, the dumbbell that that one guy just didn't put back because, God forbid, somebody put the weights back that they took out, right? Or maybe, or maybe the weights that that one guy just drops because he's all like... Argh! Like, oh, I'm so powerful. And then he's too weak to just put the weight down the way the signs say literally everywhere. So he just like drops the weight because then everybody thinks, oh, tough man over there. Anyway, if you're that guy, we can still be friends, I hope. But but yeah, don't 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 be that guy. And I say guy here because I have never seen a female do that. So good for you, females. Don't do that. But some of you guys out there. It's really pathetic, especially when you do it. And then like you like look at the the girl that's over there, like, don't be a tool. Don't don't be a tool. And if I may speak for her for a moment, I don't think she's impressed most of the time. Ladies, if I'm wrong, let me know in the comments. Are you impressed by that? When the guy like screams as he's lifting and then he drops the weight like like he's too cool to put it down. I don't know. Ladies, does that impress you? Let 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 those guys know in the comments. And right now you're thinking, wow, this has gone off the rails. And you are right, which is why we are going to wrap up. So I hope this was helpful to you. Um, if it was and you're on YouTube, be sure to drop a like and subscribe if you're interested in more content like this. This is the podcast. This is the the you know long form show that we have. I also have videos that are edited and stuff that come out every week now on this YouTube channel. If you are on YouTube, this is the this is available on this specific show anyway that comes out every Monday is available on whatever podcast service you use. I believe it's on Google and all that, but um, that was my thing getting tested. And by thing, I mean, I think smoke alarm. If you heard that, if you didn't, you think, what the heck is he talking about? So have an awesome week, everyone. And again, reminder, be sure to go check out my six-step lyric writing guide. If you want to take the next step in your lyric writing. Thank you as always for listening. Thank you as always for watching and I will talk to you next time.